Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The volume. The Three and Out podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to bet every moment more than with FanDuel. With football ending, we have the NBA rolling, March Madness right around the corner, and my personal favorite, betting on the PGA Tour. I cannot recommend it enough. You get winnings fast, and winnings are also delivered in under two hours. It's a fun to combine multiple bets from the same game parlay. No big deal. NBA, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson. That would be what I would do. If you are new, just download the FanDuel app. To get started now, sign up with promo code Colin so they know we sent you. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecop, three and out podcast. Usually go mailbag on the weekend, but we have the second and the third round of the NFL draft. So we'll talk about football because uh, we're now through, as of recording this, it's nine o'clock at night. We have round four, five, six, seven, and undrafted free agency left, but we have basically the top 100 players based on how the teams view it. Now, some teams probably still have top 100 players still involved that are out there, but it's been a pretty pretty eventful draft for an uneventful group of players, I would say, in terms of the star power and stuff. I thought tonight was solid. Uh, hard to trump last night with the A.J. Brown trade and Hollywood Brown trade, but have some thoughts today. Of course, Middlecoff mailbag at John Middlecoff, at John Middlecoff. Slide up into those direct messages. Maybe I'll throw some of that on Sunday's pod. Obviously, we put that on Monday's pod again, and we'll just we'll just keep it rocking and rolling. Uh, 
as we do moving forward. But I, I wanted to start... I was just watching a little bit of Kyle Shanahan's press conference, and I thought he had a good point. He said he, he thought it was a little unfair that guys just get asked, like, well, why'd you draft this guy in the third? People had him in the second. Or you took this guy in the second. People had him in the fourth. And I think the perception this is such a unique event, right? There are so much noise on the outside that we have no clue about. I can't tell you. I mean, I do this for a living. I know countless people on the inside. And I have to constantly during this draft, like, why is this guy quote unquote falling? And sometimes I get a response. Well, he's actually injured. He's all beat up. We have a bad medical on him. So he's not actually falling. But because, and listen, I love Mel Kuyper. Mel Kuyper's a legend. Mel Kuyper, Todd McShay. I'd say DJ's pretty good because he talks to so many people in the league. But when they put a guy in a mock draft or they put a guy in a certain area, he is viewed to go in that area. Well, internally with teams, I mean, Jerry Jones, the kid that they drafted in the first round, had to defend why they took him. Because you're like, well, why did you take this guy over these other players? And Jerry literally grabbed the piece of paper as Steven's hitting his hand to knock it down. Like, Jerry, do not show him. And Jerry's like, we had him graded above them. Why do I care what you think? Because the media does have a lot of pull in this because they shape the fans' perception of the value. Even though the only place where the value actually matters, like literally matters, is in the NFL, the 32 teams. How they value players. I said it over and over and over again. This quarterback class was atrocious. It was bad. It was a bunch of $500,000 homes. We know quarterbacks now are basically three, four, five million dollar pieces of real estate as rookies. And no one's touched any of these guys, you know, the first couple rounds, right? Malik Willis and, and Ritter, all these guys got drafted way later in the third round. Malik Willison get drafted late in to the by the Titans. He's a major, major projection. People were talking about him going six overall to Carolina. He has no clue how to play the position. None. Good kid, good skill set. He's jo- what about Josh Allen? He was raw. Josh Allen was six foot five. Could run like a fucking deer. Malik Willis is six feet tall. He can't see over the guard. You have to teach him how to play football. Now there's a lot to like. But he'd get draft like that guy in the third round. He was properly drafted. Ritter, like if his comp is Dak Prescott or Marcus Mariota, like one thing we learned quickly about Marcus Mariota, he had no business looking back like he was a second overall pick. He plays like he's a fourth rounder. Dak Prescott was a fourth round pick. So it's like, the, and I think sometimes we're really, I hope this guy go in the second round. What's wrong with going in the second round? Not everyone can be the 15th pick in the draft. If we drive by a skyscraper, there's, and let's say it's 30 stories high, and the, the corner office on the 30th floor, only one person can have, or I guess there's four of them, can four people can have the corner offices. A lot of people are in the cubicles in the middle. Do you know what someone has to do? Clean the bathrooms. Throw away the trash. Like Everyone has a role. Not everyone can be the CEO. Not everyone can be a first-round pick. If you get drafted in the fourth round, here's the great part about the NFL. Just because you get drafted in the third round, the fifth round, things change so quickly. If you prove you can play, you'll start in the NFL immediately. In a couple years, if you're good, you'll get extended. It doesn't matter where you start. Now, it helps to get drafted higher. You get maybe more chances. 
But over and over and over again, pro bowlers, all pros, Hall of Famers, just starting players literally come from every round. Because training camp, injuries, so many reps, so much time. There's preseason games. You get so many opportunities. Like this notion just because you go in the third round, you got screwed or you fell. BS. A lot of guys, and I'll be texting like, how'd this guy last at the end of the second round? They're like, bad character, questionable person. That is definitely stuff on the outside uh, we don't know. Because when I was a scout, the majority of my time was actually not, uh, we spent a lot of time watching film, but so much of it was finding out about the person, was finding out about character. When you say character, I think often people think like, is he in trouble? Is he a criminal? No. Character just means like, you know, that could be he's immature. He doesn't focus in the sense that he's late to meetings. He, you know, isn't uh, a great communicator. He, it could mean a lot of things. It could just mean he's a 21-year-old kid. He has a lot of room to grow. I saw Eric Armstead tonight uh, gave, you know, announced the 49ers second round pick. When he was drafted out of Oregon, people were like, you know, is this guy a little immature? He's got a long way to go. Now he's like team captain, community leader. You know why? Because he was 21 and now he's 28. People change. But he, the reason he got drafted 17th and not in the second round is because he was 6'8", 300 pounds. You know, some of these guys like N'Kobe Dean. Really good pick, a no-brainer for Howie Roseman. But the reason he was there is because he's small. I think a lot of people have questionable medical information on the guy in terms of his shoulders are beat up, his body's beat up. He's taken a pounding at the SEC. Was he was he arguably the best player at Georgia? 100%. But why did Jordan Davis and Trayvon Walker go above him? Well, they're both six foot five. One guy's 340 pounds, the other guy's 280 pounds. I mean, both guys, one guy looks like Fletcher Cox and the other guy looks like, you know, Vita Vea, but six foot five. That, that's why. You know, the other guy's. 5'10 middle linebacker. And there's nothing. And listen, I think N'Kobe Dean, like anyone that watched him, thinks he's a stud, but everyone's freaking out. Why is he dropping? Well, because a lot of people had him red flag medically. I bet some teams had a don't touch medically. Now, whether that's right or wrong, the other thing is the information at the point of purchase, the information at the point of drafting, the information when you buy a home and you, you get the, you know, the inspection stuff, it tells you one thing and then you live in it, it might be wrong. Like a lot of people fail people on physicals and that guy goes on to play 10 years. A lot of doctors tell you that guy's perfectly healthy and then you draft him and he can't stay healthy. You never know. This is These are all educated guesses. No one truly knows anything about this. This is all just trying to project the future and balance medical information when none of us are doctors beside the doctors. And I talked to someone in the NFL, I'm like, who'd been in part of war rooms for over a decade. And I'm like, how many different players have the doctors been wrong on? He's like, it happens all the time. You know, they they kind of pound the table. I would not touch this guy. And that guy goes on to be a really good player. And sometimes they tell you, I think he's okay. And then the guy, that issue crops up. Because let's face it, a doctor doesn't truly know. He's just taking the information and he's basing it on the information that he has, his experience, and, you know, his education on the subject matter. So th- these are complicated situations. But the freakouts that happen are now to me the better, the more telling situations are like when Seattle. Think about what Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll fundamentally and philosophically they did not align. Russell Wilson is the greatest deep ball thrower I think I've ever seen. It is an absolute gorgeous deep ball. Pete Carroll 
I was going to say he has wet dreams, which is inappropriate if you're a kid listening. Don't repeat that to your parents. Uh, but Pete Carroll gets very, very excited about running the football. Pete Carroll, a couple years ago, drafted Rashad Penny in the first round, who actually came on at the end of his, you know, this year's fourth year, and they resigned him. And then in the second round, he drafted a running back. If Pete Carroll could draft running backs in the top three rounds every single year, he would. You know why? Because deep down, Pete Carroll's core is 2021. Pete Carroll's philosophy is like 1992. He wants to run the ball down your throat. And do you know what Pete Carroll would tell you? Do you know how, I, if I was Pete Carroll, how I became a legend? When we went to USC, I had the two best running combination in Reggie Bush and Lendell White in the country. And then I came and I won national championships. And then I came to Seattle. And arguably the best move that I don't think we even get enough credit for was when I traded a fourth round for this guy named Marshawn Lynch. And when we won the Super Bowl and we got back to another, I ran it down people's throats with that guy. So when I've had success at USC, and then when I won a Super Bowl in the NFL, I ran the ball. And Russell sees all of his contemporaries throwing the ball, and then he throws the ball, bombs away, and has success. But his coach always wants to run the ball. This is who Pete Carroll is. He drafts Kenneth Walker from Michigan State, who's a really good player, who's awesome, who doesn't like Kenneth Walker. But like that's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll can't even hide from his true colors. Because ultimately, Seattle... I think it's cool with Geno Smith and Drew Locke because they're going to think we're going to be the best running team or, you know, I mean, attempt to be. That's going to be their philosophy. We're going to play defense and run the ball down your throat. Now, we'll see if it works, but with Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker and Drew Locke can be our quarterback. Now, I don't think it'll work, but I think that's what they're going to try to do. And only time will tell. Uh, The Green Bay Packers. I didn't realize this guy was this good of a prospect. Now, in my kind of sphere and world, because Trey Lance, North Dakota State, a lot of people have been talking about Christian Watson, the wide receiver from North Dakota State, because he's 6'4", he can really run. And I I just, I don't know. I thought he was like a third or fourth round guy. Not that I studied him, but I just didn't assume that North Dakota State had a top 40 prospect. And the Green Bay Packers drafted him at 34, and I start texting around. I'm like, this guy was valued this high? And they're basically just like, you get a guy that size and speed, you know, you take a big swing. And part of it is having Aaron Rodgers and trying to mold him. Now, you get a guy from a small school going to the Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers. That is a tough transition. Devontae Adams, who is currently the best wide receiver in the NFL, came from Fresno State, where he was definitely an NFL prospect playing with an NFL prospect wide receiver or quarterback in Derek Carr. Really struggled for a couple years. It is a hard transition. And I've been saying this over and over. The pressure that is going to be on whoever is drafted, whether they had drafted someone at 22, 28, whatever other pick was, or this pick. I guess this was probably one of their first they traded back. Was going to be very, very difficult on the player. Because I, I would say so far, of all the young wide receivers, the most pressure is going to be probably squarely on this guy. And it's not his fault, but it's because they don't have any wide receivers. And then, again, not this player's fault, but the guy John Robinson drafted to replace A.J. Brown. So, you know, the Packers drafted a wide receiver. Hope everyone's happy. And now let's see if this guy can play because he's going to have all the pressure on him to do that immediately. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, 
The cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I had some time to marinate and think about what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel did. I really think it was very Belichickian. You draw a line in the sand, you pick a number, what I think the value is, whether that player thinks it's right or wrong, thinks it's fair or not, you value the player at X number. 
And the reports were that it was $16 million. That's what they offered him per year. When it's clear guys are getting $27, $28 million. Which, A.J. Brown's not a $27, $28 million player. But I can see from his point of view, and I think even he said, if they had offered me $22 million, I would stay. But I said this over and over. The Belichick coaches all suck. We'll see Josh McDaniels might be able to turn it around. But the rest of the guys were an embarrassment. Beside Billy O'Brien, and even Billy O'Brien wasn't just a Belichick guy. He had been a lot of other places. But the Patricias, the Judges, the Romeo, you know the crew. They tried to copy Bill. Well, here's the thing I respect about their GMs. They all have their own philosophies. And they've proven John Robinson, Jason Light. I think Ziegler's doing a good job with the Raiders, even though he's only been there six months. They're pretty good. For whatever reason, it feels like Bill is more comfortable telling them information about how to do things than the coaches. So John Robinson, who has a long track record now of winning, I'm going to lean he knows what he's doing. Now, I like the move as well for the Eagles, but he knows this guy well. They had a price point, and this is a Belichickian move. We have a number. We are not emotional about it. The hardest thing to do, it's easy to me in like finance and venture capitalism and just business in general to not be emotion, to not be emotional. It's all just spreadsheets and you know Excel and just numbers. And if you just look at it that way, it's easier just to let's get rid of this, this you know segment of the business, get rid of this, even if people are involved. It is harder in sports because literally your business, AJ Brown is a hundred million dollar business. So it's, it's not just, it's just a, that individual, that human being that they've dealt with. And you have to balance, because you get to know these guys personally. I mean, John Robinson drafted them. But balance being emotional about the guy that, let's just assume they like the person. And I could tell Mike Vrabel last night at the press conference really valued the guy. And he was, it was just an uncomfortable situation. Why? Because these decisions that Bill Walsh, Bill Belichick, decisions like this to trade away star young players are never easy. But I respect it. You know, if you have the conviction to do it, because that's how you operate. A lot of times decisions that are poor are because you get too emotionally connected. So I, I understand where they were coming from on that. The Ravens, who just consistently get good football players. Said in the first round, they got Kyle Hamilton, who was still pissed off in his press conference. They got Lindenbaum or Lindenbaum, I'm screwing up his name, best center in the draft. Then they get the guy from Michigan who was going to be a first-round pick but tore his Achilles in the pro day. Like, to me, that's just, we have so many defensive linemen. We know how to, you know, create and develop these guys. This is too good of value to, to pass up. And it would not shock me if in like three years, Ajabu, the, the dude from Michigan, is just an ass kicker for him. And you're like, how'd they end up with this guy? Oh, they got him in the second round because he tore his Achilles. Because if he hadn't tore his Achilles, he's going in the 20s and the Ravens don't get him. Maybe they take him, but they don't get the center. Like, they would have had to pick. Uh, Whenever the Eagles, or excuse me, the Chiefs take a wide receiver who can run, you're just like, this guy's going to be good. It's just one of those. Forever the the Spurs had it, like when they just drafted someone, you're like, that guy's going to be good. That's going to work. It happened like when the A's claim someone with Billy Bean, you're like, yeah, this this guy's going to work. And now, because all Billy Bean's minions, like one dude's in Tampa Bay, one dude's with the Dodgers, one dude's with the Giants. They're all at different places. Like Theo is with the Cubs. They just, the Mets, Sandy Alderson, they just regurgitate the same players. They just go from spot to spot and they're all just good. What well, feels like Andy Reid, college, college wide receivers, you're like, yeah, one of these guys he'll take and then that guy's going to be sweet. Now, I'm not saying Sky Moore is going to be Tyreek Hill. 
Hell, they were comping him on television to Antonio Brown. But I, I, I think it's going to work. I think the Chiefs have had a really good draft. I mean, McDuffie is a really good player. Sky Moore is going to be a player. They just plug and play wide receivers. And he's been doing it now for decades with speed guys. This is just, this is going to work. I thought that was a uh, a really impressive pick. Another pick that I loved is the Bills. Last year, one thing the Bills really lacked, they drafted the corner in the first round. They're clearly a powerhouse, right? They are a true Super Bowl contender. But they had a major flaw. Their quarterback was their best running back. And listen, Josh Allen is like secretariat. He is a beast, right? He's 6'5", he's 235, and he can run. But the moment I invest $45 million, and I'm paying you that a year, I'm paying you that because of your arm and you playing quarterback. If you go down, my season is over. It does not matter. I think Bill Polin used to tell people this, like, are we worried about the backup quarterback? And he'd be like, if Peyton Manning goes down, we're all fucked. It's so true. If, if Mahomes, and I'm talking major injury, right? If you miss a game or two, you got a serviceable backup, you can win. But if you lose your starting quarterback with a broken clavicle or torn ACL, your season's over. Cash, money, period, point blank, go home. It doesn't matter. And Josh Allen is a fantastic runner of the football. But I can't risk moving forward my franchise running around like he's doing. And their running back situation has not been great. A couple Zach Moss, the kid from Utah, I love that guy in college. For whatever reason, it just didn't work. They took Dalvin Cook's brother, James, from the University of Georgia, who is just a big physical back. I like that. I think that works. And they are desperate for a running back that they can just lean on. That short yarded situations, when they're up a couple touchdowns, just run out the clock. Because too often, and it happened in big games, listen, I have no problem when Josh Allen needs to scramble, he's got to scramble. When Mahomes got to scramble, he's got to scramble. It's part of the deal. Part of the modern day NFL is to have athletic quarterbacks who can move around. But I can't depend on him in big games where it's like, screw it, run quarterback sweeps. Run quarterback power. Now, I want to hand it to a running back so my quarterback can watch him and see his, the back of his jersey and read his name as he's running the ball. And I, I think the Bills did the right thing because there's always a balance, right? A balancing best player available and need. And you want to take the best player available and the need. When they match up perfectly, you're in lockstep. A lot of times they don't. It's like the Eagles. They took a center in the second round. They don't technically need a center. Last year, they got Landon Dickerson, who can play guard and center. They still got Jason Kelsey. But big picture, if the center's the best player on your board, you know Kelsey's probably going to retire after this year. It's like smart, big picture team building. But the Bills needed a corner. They drafted a corner. They needed a running back. They got a running back. And I think both these two guys can play. So I, I really, really like that pick. Anything else? I think the Jets... One thing the Jets have done, there's going to be pressure on them to win seven, eight games because it's going to be on the quarterback. They drafted a sweet wide receiver high. They drafted a running back really high. They already had the North Carolina running back that they drafted last year is pretty good. I think they drafted the tight end from Ohio State. I didn't jot this down, but off memory, I'm pretty sure they did. They obviously drafted Elijah Moore last year from Ole Miss, who I remember talking to one of the guys on the staff. They loved him in like OTAs. So it's like Zach Wilson, 
we got to learn something, and we got to learn something fast. Can this guy play? You got Elijah Moore. You got Garrett Wilson. You now got multiple running backs. You signed the tight end from Cincinnati to go along with the tight end you drafted. Like, they, they drafted a bunch of linemen last year. They've done a lot for Zach Wilson. It's not like they've only built the defense this offseason. They have spent, they draft, uh, they signed Lake and Tomlinson. Like, to me, there is tangible pressure on the Jets to be competitive under Joe, Dog, Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. Here's the problem. Like, okay, the Bills, like I said, powerhouse, easily one of the best one or two teams in the AFC. And the AFC we know is loaded. Uh, the the Patriots, like, are they gonna, is Zach Wilson going to beat Bill Belichick? Ugh. Even if the Patriots are kind of a flawed roster, time will tell. We'll see. I doubt it. And then Miami. A lot going on with Mike McDaniel. I saw he was uh, in the draft room with Dan Marino having a big chew. Not Mike McDaniel wasn't having a big chew. Marino always has a massive chew in. Marino just looks like, I just want to be around football. I just, I just want to be around football. Even though I don't quite want the role John Elway had, because remember, he tried it and he didn't last long. But he still like gets his juices flowing by sitting in the draft room. I don't blame him. If I could just show up to like a team, if I could just like the Niners, like yeah, come down to the draft room, I would do that. Uh, it has to be pretty fun because you have no pressure on making the pick. You just get to watch them make the pick and then get excited. It's got to be pretty cool. But it's going to be tough for the Jets. The AFC is loaded. Their division is not easy. But there's going to be tan- like people are going to. You can't win five games anymore. Can can you have just a season where you have seven wins going into week? 18 and have a chance to get to like eight and nine and just be competitive. To me, that's that's kind of where they're at. Because I'd say if they have another four or five win team, it's like, what are we doing here? Are we making any progress? Other than that, highlight of the night was uh Wayne Newton, who 80 years old, a lot of Botox, hair still dark, uh, wasted or on pills or something, but you know he, he didn't barely even read the card. Said Mississippi when it was actually Memphis. That was classic. I, I'm a sucker for just the draft rooms. Everyone clapping when everyone makes a pick. Just a lot of claps in the background. That's that's always uh always makes me smile. Just the excitement. I, I say it all the time. Half these guys, more than half of them aren't aren't going to be average players. Many below average players. Many are going to get cut. But the excitement on draft night, obviously from the kids you know, reaching their dream and going to sign an NFL contract. But the draft room, all these guys spend all this time evaluating the film, evaluating the person, stacking them up against the other players in the draft, stacking them up who they wanted on their team, the scheme fit. And I've been a part of it. Just the amount of work and, and, you know, basically the light at the end of the tunnel. Like this is what you all, you work all year long. If you're a college scout, if you're a general manager, if you're an executive, to get for these three days of the draft, and then it ends. It's it's crazy how long it takes to get there, and then once you're here, it goes by so fast. And then once you draft, you you feel really good about all the players, but you don't truly know until you get them at OTAs, and then you have a positive or a negative feeling. And you're like, oh, if it's negative, you're like, I'll wait till the pads come on. If it's positive, I can't wait for this guy to kick ass. Then the pads come on, and some guys fall back, and some guys keep shining. It's just an awesome little uh, stepping stone leading up to the season. But the draft is a is a pretty special moment. It's fun to watch, and the NFL, the Vegas, it feels like it. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. It feels like it fits. You could argue just put the draft in Vegas every year. I mean, I don't. I don't think anyone would complain. Uh, have a good weekend. Fire me some DMs at John Middlecoff is my Instagram, and we'll do this again on Sunday. Have a little pod, a little recap pod, a little draft recap pod, 
And uh, and yeah, have a good weekend. If you're listening to this, maybe on Sunday. Hopefully you had a good weekend. I'll see you on Monday. And uh, talk soon. Peace. Are you looking for the hottest gambling advice out there? Check out the Moneyline Monaco podcast powered by FanDuel. Every weekday, our guy Alex Monaco will give you his best bets, including game picks, props, same game parlays, and much more. Monaco is in another groove and has won nearly 60% of his bets all time. So don't miss your chance to make some money by downloading the Moneyline Monaco wherever you get your podcasts, only on the Volumes Podcast Network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.